0: Hey, family, how are you? I'm praying all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. He is your God and what a mighty God we serve. How are you doing, family? I pray this message meets you with good health, peace in your mind, and joy in your heart for you and your family. So I just wanted to read Psalms 1 from the Passion Translation. I love Psalms 1. I I read it, I quote it, but I'm on the case for Christ and I'm just really, I'm really going deeper with the Lord, trying to see him in a more intimate way. We can't just, you know, stay on the shallow end with God. We have to be willing to go deep. We're not going to learn. We're not going to see. We're not going to get all that we really need from God, staying on the shallow end of ministry, but we really got to go on the case for Christ and really dig deep to be to see, to hear that it may be revealed unto us the deep and secret things of his heart. So I've just been really, really going deep. So I'm reading different um, translations and just, just really trying to see God in a more excellent way, a more intimate way um, to, that he can reveal himself to me. Because I want to see him, not what I want him to be, not what the world has created, Who, who is the great I am. Who is he? So I want to read Psalms one from the um, passion translations and the Bible reads what the light comes to the one who follows God's way. He won't walk in the step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the scorn seat. His passion is to remain true to the word of I am, meditating day and night on the true revelation of light. He will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss bearing fruit in every season of life. He is never dry, never fading, ever blessed, and ever prosperous. But how different are the wicked? They are like chaff, blown away by the wind. The wicked will not endure the day of judgment, for God will not defend them. Nothing they do will succeed or endure for long, for they have no part with those who walk in truth. But how different it is for the righteous the lord embrace their path as they move forward while the way of the wicked leads only to doom oh i love this i love this and i love psalms 1 but i just love how the passion translation worded it and starting at verse 2 his passion is to remain true to the word of i am meditating day and night on the true revelation of light. I have a question for you, family. What is your passion? We have a passion for our career. We have a passion for our businesses and our ministries and our family. We have so many passions. But do you have a passion for the war- for the Word of God, do you have a passion for the presence of God? do you have a passion for the will of God? His passion is to remain true to the words of i am his passion is to have true revelation of the light for God is the light. so what is your passion family? What are you truly passionate about because it's in Being passionate for the things of the Lord that we receive true revelation. Verse 3. He will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design. Deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss. Bearing fruit in every season of life. Right there. Don't you want to get to a season where it's just everything is going right? You just bearing fruit because you're deeply rooted on the brooks of bliss that God is directing your every step because you have an ear to hear the voice of God. This is where we want to be family. We want to be deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss We don't want to keep doing things and trying things and trying to accomplish things and and going and going and moving and moving. And none of it, none of it is bearing fruit. None of it is giving God glory. But the one who delights, the one whose passion is for the will of God, that man and that woman will bear fruit in every season. He's never dry. Never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. This bless me because uh, in Isaiah forty, it's them that wait upon the Lord shall be renewed in their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall walk and not get weary. They shall run and not faint. Do you know what it is to not faint? That you have the confidence and you have the perseverance to keep going, even though you know you're tired. That God gives you that extra win. That you're not dry, that you're not bitter, that you're not brittle. This is the word of God. He is never dry, never fainting, but always blessed, ever blessed and ever prosperous in everything that they do. This is where we need to be. But if you're in a season and you feel dry and you in a season where you feel like fainting and you feel like giving up. You got to ask yourself, am I deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss? Am I rooted where I need to be rooted? Or am I planting myself in these situations that are not going to give God glory? That I'm planting myself in these situations that I want. I'm going my way. Because my passion is not the will of God. My passion is not the plan of God. My passions are my own. And because I have free will, I should be able to do what I want. But when you do what you want, there's no guarantee that you would bear fruit. When you do what you want, there's no guarantee that you won't be dry. When you do what you want, there's no guarantee that you won't get tired and faint in the midst of what you're doing. When you do what you want, there's no guarantee that you will be blessed and that you will be prosperous. There is no guarantee. But them that wait upon the Lord, but them that trust in God, them that are passionate for the things of God. They Will be ever blessed, they will be ever prosperous in due season. That God will give you the confidence to keep going, even when it looks like nothing is working, because He knows He knows the hour, He knows when you are going to prosper, He knows when you are going to flourish like a tree planted by His design. God knows the day that you're going to blossom and be that beautiful tree that's bearing fruit for those that are around you to eat. It would be sad to go your own way, planted where you want to plant yourself and you get to a season where you're this tree, but your fruit is rotten. You don't have anything that anybody can eat because you weren't planted by the rivers, the brooks of bliss. You'll be rooted in the sea of disappointment, Jesus. God don't want us to be rooted in the sea of disappointment. God don't want us to get stuck. And drown in the sea of disappointment. God wants us to be rooted and planted by the brooks of bliss that I know that even though I haven't seen it yet, and even though I'm not seeing things the way I want to see it, I trust God and I trust his timing. There is a peace that follows the will of God. There is a peace that follows the plan of God. There is a peace that follows the will of God. But when you're following your own plan and you're following your own will, there is turmoil. There is confusion And then you find yourself in a sea of disappointment. You're discouraged. You're beat up, beat down. And the enemy has a foothold. Because at the end of the day, you planted yourself. You were passionate about the things you wanted. You were passionate about your will and your way. But when we humble ourselves and we make the decision that I want to be planted by the brooks of bliss... That I want to be passionate for the word of God. I want to be passionate for the will of God. I want to be passionate for the plan of God. Then and only then, family, will we begin to bear the fruit in every season that can feed the body of Christ. Then and only then will we be not dry and we're not fainting and not ready to give up because things seem hard and things don't seem right. We got to ask ourselves. What am I passionate about? What am I passionate about? Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all things shall be added. What am I passionate about? Am I really passionate about God? Am I really passionate about the word? Am I really passionate about winning souls for the kingdom? Am I really passionate for forgiveness? Am I really passionate in how I love and how I show up and how I give of myself? Am I really passionate? Because if you're passionate about the things of God, then God will show you his face. He said, if I can trust you with little, I can trust you with much. But God got to first see that he can trust us. And we can't have that heart that I'm doing this because if I do this for you, you do this for me. I owe you kind of relationship. No, I am grateful. I am grateful for the blood that was shed on Calvary for me. I am grateful for those 39 stripes that went against his back. I am grateful that he built this bridge that gave me access back to the father, that I could come boldly to the throne room of grace. I am grateful to have peace in my mind and joy in my heart. I am grateful that even on a bad day, I can still celebrate. Even on a bad day, I can worship. Even on a bad day, I know this too shall pass. There is something amazing When you know the heart of God, there is something amazing that even on your worst days you can't stay there. You may get down for a minute. You may be hurt for a minute. You may even have tears rolling down your face. But at the end of the day, you know this too shall pass. At the end of the day, there is a song in your heart and a dance in your feet because my God is faithful. My God is a covenant keeping God. My God has not forgotten me. My God knows my name. My God knows where I'm at. He is El Royai, the God who sees me, when you are passionate about the things of God, even on your worst day, the enemy can't trap you. Even on your worst day, the enemy can't ensnare you because there is a praise. There is a praise. There is a praise on your tongue. Glory be to God. You're an awesome God. You're a mighty God. I don't understand everything, but I trust you. Even though I can't trace you, I trust you. Even though I don't see what you're doing, I trust you. Even though I don't understand, Lord, I trust you. Even on your worst days, when you're passionate about the will of God, when you're passionate about the word of God when you're passionate about the plan that he has for you to give you a future, a hope and an expected end, when you're passionate about the things of God, when your focus is winning souls for the kingdom and not putting money in your pocket, when your focus is winning souls for the kingdom and not trying to make a name for yourself when your focus is winning souls for the kingdom it can't be about you there's no joy when you make it about you there is no rest when you make it about you so I ask you again what are you passionate about what are you passionate about what drives you what drives you what drives you what wakes you up in the morning what wakes you up and gets you started what drives you family because this is important. We gotta get this, we gotta settle it. For his word is forever settled in heaven, and we gotta settle some things in our heart. God's word is settled. God promises is settled. It will never return unto him void. But we got some decisions to make. We have to get some things settled. Either I'm gonna be passionate about God or I'm gonna be passionate about myself. And if you're going to be passionate about yourself, then you can't be walking around talking about, oh, I'm for the kingdom. You're not for the kingdom. You're for yourself. Because your actions is going to tell your passions. Your actions is going to tell your passions. You can't hide behind a mask for too long. Every wolf in sheath clothing, at some point, they come out. And it's known that they're a wolf. We can't hide for too long. We can't masquerade too long pretending, pretending that we love God, pretending that we, we want the will of God, pretending that we want the plan of God. We can't masquerade for too long because nothing hidden will stay hidden, but God will expose it with his marvelous light. God will soon expose your heart. God will soon expose you. So I want to ask you that you humbly sit with God and sit with yourself and be honest. What am I really passionate about? Because if I'm passionate about the things of God. Then I got to believe by faith. That even though I don't see it right now. That I am blessed and I am prosperous. And I won't be bitter. That's what it means. He is never dry. When you're dry and you're angry and you're you're just contentious and you're just frustrated all the time. Dry. Your tone is dry. There's no love in you. Because you're angry. You're disappointed about how things are going. Dry. There's no way you could be passionate about the things of God and be dry. Dry. Because he is the living water. He is the living water. Come to the well that never runs dry. There is no way you could be passionate about the things of God. There is no way you could be passionate about the living water and be dry. Because he fills your cup till it overflows. He said to the woman by the well, come drink of me and you'll never thirst again. You won't be dry because I will quench your thirst. I will quench your thirsty soul as the deer pantheth after the water. So my soul will pant after thee. There is no way, no way you could be passionate about the things of God and be dry. There's no way that we could be passionate about the things of God and ready to give up because things are not going our way. For as it is written, if you can't run with the footmen, how can you run with the horsemen? That if you can't deal with this little bit of disappointment, if you can't deal with this little bit of things not going your way, how are you going to do it when things really get real? When the warfare is real heavy, because we are not wrestling against each other, but we're wrestling against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. If you can't walk with the footmen, how can you run? With the horsemen. So when you walk with God. When you walk with God, there is a confidence, there is a boldness, there is a tenacity that comes upon you that gives you said, be ye courageous. Keep going for I am your God. The battle is not yours. The battle is mine. I go before you. I'm behind you. This is the God that we serve. And when you're passionate about the will of God and you're passionate about the plan of God, there is no such thing as giving up. There is no such thing as fading. You can't faint passionate about God because you know that greater is he that is on the inside of me there is a lion on the inside of me there is a king on the inside of me I can't give up there is a warrior on the inside of me he conquered death in the grave how can I give up he conquered death in the grave And the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwelleth in us. So how can I be afraid to step out in faith and do what it is that's being asked of me? We won't get outside of our own insecurities. We won't get outside of our own fears. Worrying about the, the, the opinions of others. And we stay in these little confined boxes when God called us to the nations. When God called us to the world, don't be confined to this world. Don't be conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is why we have to be passionate about the word of God. Because the word of God will open your mind to the reality of who you are. The the word of God will tell you, will tell you. That you have wings as eagles, that you don't have to stay small. You have wings to fly, that the sky is the limit, that there's nothing that you can't do. For you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The word, the word will transform your mind. It don't matter what you went through in your childhood. It don't matter what you went through as a teenager. It don't matter what you're going through as an adult. When you read the word of God, there is a transformation that is taking place in your mind. There is a transformation. Why? Because the word is truth. The word is light. And that word will begin to shine on the darkness of your trauma. That word will begin to shine on the darkness of your hurt and your pain and your disappointment and the failure. That light will shine bright and God will begin to show you who you are. That you're more than your trauma. You're more than the abuse. You're more than the rejection. You're more, you're more, you're more. But until you get to the light that will shine on the darkness of your mind, you will always stay small. You will always feel insignificant and you will feel like you have to go after the treasures of this world to feel significant. So I'm going to be passionate about money because if I got money, I made it. I'm significant. Or I'm going to be passionate about getting a title, getting a name, because if I'm famous or if I'm known, if I'm an influencer, I made it. I feel like I'm somebody. Or if I get the husband or if I get the wife, oh, I made it. I'm somebody. No, that's not what makes you significant. Because these things change. Your money could change. Your status can change. Your family can change. But God, his word is ever settled in heaven. Who you are and what he made in your mother's womb, that will never change. So you have to embrace who you are. You have to embrace what God has created. And you must be passionate about him. You must be passionate about his plan because it's in the plan of God that you find out who you are to your core. Not what your mama said, not what your daddy said, not what your circumstances or your environment tell you who you are, but who you are at your core. And you are able to stand on your truth unapologetically that I'm not ashamed of who I am. I am going to embrace who I am because the light has shined on the darkness, the light, the truth. So it's so important. We're passionate about God. We're passionate about the word. We're passionate about the things of God is because we need that light to shed light on all the dark areas of our heart, all the dark areas of our mind. There has to be a transformation that takes place so that we can be deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss. Because if that light don't transform you, you will see yourself in the brook. But because things are not going the way that you want it, you can't see it as bliss. You will see it as disappointment. Things are not going. But you don't recognize that God is doing something, that God is cultivating, that God is preparing you, that God is evolving you. There is a process. There is a growing process. But when your mind hasn't changed and when the darkness is is overshadowing the light, you will Take your old experiences and bring it into a new experience and it will cause you to forfeit your promise. It will cause you to forfeit love. It will cause you to forfeit things that God has for you because you're bringing your past into your present and you can't express, you can't experience the bliss. You can't experience the change that is going to take place. You can't experience the beauty that is taking place because you carry trauma. You carry disappointment. You carry that broken heart. You carry rejection. So instead of it being a a, a river planted by the rivers, the brooks of bliss, you feel like you're drowning in disappointment and discouragement. And many want to give up on God and many want to give up on the plan of God. Because things are not going the way they thought it was going to go. Don't drown in a sea of disappointment. Let the true revelation of light transform your mind. Let it transform your mind, family. We need the light to transform the darkness we have experienced We've been through some things, we experienced some things, and we can't live on as if it didn't happen or trying to sweep it under a rug because it doesn't go away, it only grows. But when you allow the word of God to transform your mind, you will be a tree standing firm, planted by God's design, deeply rooted. By the brooks of bliss, you will bear fruit in every season of your life. You will never be dry. You won't want to give up because you know I'm blessed. You know you're prosperous in the name of Jesus Christ. That you shall succeed because your trust is in the Lord. And that God defends them that he loves. God defends him. It is different for the righteous. The Lord embraces their path as they move forward, move forward. God is doing a new thing. He's always doing a new thing. You got to go forward. You can't take the past with you. You can't hold on to the past, but you have to allow the light of the word of God to renew your mind so you can sever and cut the tie between your past and your present because it can't go into your future. It will hinder you from getting and receiving the promises of God that are yea and amen. The problem isn't that God is unfaithful. The problem is our mind is not renewed to receive the promises of God. We forfeit the promises of God because of our past. We we, we bring our old experiences. We bring our hurts. We bring our toxicity into this relationship we call with God. And we think that we can hold on to toxicity and do the will of God. You can't. God wants to heal. God wants to cleanse. God wants to renew. So there has to be a transformation in you. And only you can say, I don't want the old man. You have to say, I don't want old wine skin with new wine skin. You have to make that. You have to make that choice. Can't nobody do it for you. Jesus is a gentleman. Jesus is a gentleman so I just was really loving this I'm going really deep with God really understanding more and I'm just grateful and and, and just having that revelation and understanding of why it's important that you shift your passion why you shift what you're really hungry about because in the pursuit of Christ on the case for Christ you find yourself. You're not going to just see God. You're not just going to, your eyes are not just going to behold the beauty of his glory, but your eyes will behold you, who you really are. And then you will get this joy and this confidence about yourself where you feel insignificant and when you feel insecure because you don't know who you are. You are, you are holding on to the labels of people. You are holding on to the labels of failure. You're holding on to the labels labels of your mistakes. But that's not who you are. I am not my mistakes. I am that I am by the grace of God. And when you make that detachment, you detach yourself from your past. Because you acknowledge that this is not who I am. Because I'm allowing the truth and the revelation of God's word to transform my mind. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. So I am loving this case for Christ. I am loving just just really basking in the word of God. Going through the different um, um, verses. Going through the different translations. Because God wants to show you something. He wants to show you his word. Jesus said, I want to show you a more excellent way. And we got to be willing to go for that journey and say, Lord, open my eyes. Show me what I don't see. And tune my ears that I can hear you say, this is the way, walk ye in it. We want to go with God. We want to flow with God. We want to move with the Holy Spirit of God. Because when he is your passion, all things will be added. And I've said this numerous times. What I love about God is because so many people say, you know, the word says God will give you the desires of your heart. But the Bible also says he will creating you a clean heart and a right spirit within you. When you have that clean heart, your desires are different when God cleanses you when god creates in you a clean heart and a right spirit you no longer desire the things you used to desire your taste buds will be different you will look at the world different you will look at men and women different you will look at money different you will look at possessions different because you have a clean heart but when you're perverted we look at things from a lustful perverted perspective and that's not the heart of god so he has to create his, in us a clean heart so we can look at each other right that we can look at possessions right that we can just really live right but we can't when everything is tainted and polluted and perverted so a lot of people say oh god will give you the desires of your heart no he creates in you a clean heart your heart begins to shift and come in agreement with the heart of God, then you will get your heart's desire because now you're in agreement with God. Now you're in alignment with what he wants because your heart has been shifted. So if you're in a season and you feel like God is not honoring your heart's desire, what are you passionate about? Are you in agreement with God? Are your passions in alignment with his will for your life? And if not, humbly say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for not desiring the things of the kingdom. Forgive me for my passions have been of my own appetite. Forgive me. Sprinkle me with clean water. Wash me white as snow. And creating me a clean heart and a right spirit within me. That I can be pleasing in your sight. That I can stand before you unspotted and unblemished. That I can truly see myself bearing fruit in every season of my life. That I am not dry. And I won't faint. And I won't give up. Because I know that I'm blessed. And I know that I'm prosperous. Because my passion is after you. It makes me think of that song. I'm chasing after you, no matter what I have to do. Cause I need you more and more. I'm chasing after you, no matter what I have to do. Cause I need you more and more, more and more. More and more. What are you passionate about family? What are you chasing after right now? I pray in the name of Jesus that you're on the case for Christ. And I pray that your passion is for the living word. Your passion is for the presence of God. Your passion is for the kingdom of God. Your passion is for lost souls. Because it's in that. It's in being passionate for God. That all things be added unto you. So I pray that you are passionate about the Lord. I love you. May God bless you and keep you until into... we speak again. Have a blessed one, family. I love you. Bye-bye.